You are listening to Best Life After Cancer, episode number 36. Welcome to Best Life After Cancer. I'm so glad you're here. This is the podcast where cancer survivors and caregivers can get solutions and support to overcome the life challenges brought by their cancer diagnosis. If you are ready to release your fear, regain your joy, and reduce your risk, you're in the right place. I'm your host, Dr. Deborah Butzbach. Well, hey, my best lifers. I hope you are doing well, safe and warm and snug somewhere. We have had about 16 inches of snow over the last two days, and I am so grateful to have the ability to work from home doing telehealth now. I spent a ton of time just sitting by the window Sunday, watching the snowfall and the birds flutter around the feeder while I sipped a hot drink. So perfect, calm and peaceful. Sometimes I wish all days could be like that. I've been thinking a lot about where I am and where you might be this week. And I realized that maybe I need to give both myself and all of you a bit of tough love. I've been sliding on my food protocol, which has led to some weight gain recently after holding steady for most of the pandemic. At the same time, I have had a number of people tell me, I just don't know how to change where I am, or I am overwhelmed. So I am devoting this week to calling out all of our brains and discussing a bit why we don't take action sometimes. The three things I'm going to focus on are first, the emotion of overwhelm, second, the thought, I don't know, and third, the thought, I don't feel like it today. I want to start off with a quote from Albert Einstein. He said the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result. I think we can take much wisdom from that thought from one of the most brilliant minds of the past hundred years. For me, Continuing to eat off my plan, eating flour and sugar, drinking more alcohol than normal, and expecting that I won't feel like crap and gain weight is insanity. Considering I am currently wanting to lose more weight, taking those actions is even crazier. I have found that flour adds to my aches and pains, yet I still hear my brain asking, why are my joints hurting so much? After a week of eating flour daily, My brain wants to deny that what I am eating is causing so many of my problems. For many patients, they continue to tell themselves the same story about cancer and their lives, yet keep wondering when they are going to feel better. This is the same degree of delusion. If you continue having the same thoughts about where you are and thinking, why don't I feel better? Well, you may need to question the sanity of that pathway. We know we need a different chain of action to get to a different result. So why aren't we doing it? I believe there are three main reasons that I outlined previously. So let's just jump into the first one, overwhelm. Overwhelm is what we call an indulgent emotion. What does that mean? It means that it is an emotion that keeps us stuck. Our brain indulges in it, using it as an excuse for inaction. When we think thoughts like, this is too hard, there are too many things to do, or I can't do all of this, we feel overwhelmed. For most of us, this leads to spinning an indecision about which thing to do first, or jumping from thing to thing without completing anything. I often see it keeping people from taking any action that could be helpful. Not starting an exercise or smoking cessation program, 
not making a plan to change their eating habits, or not jumping into a coaching program to work on their thoughts because their brains let overwhelm stick them where they are. Overwhelm tells them a lie that if they don't do everything at once, it isn't going to fix the problem. But I want to tell you, letting your brain stick you in place with overwhelm is a choice to stay exactly where you are right now. So if you think that overwhelm is keeping you from making a decision, don't lie to yourself. You have decided to stay exactly where you are today in whatever discomfort you are currently in. To get out of overwhelm, we need to figure out what things we need to accomplish and then prioritize them. What is the most important thing to accomplish? What will have the biggest impact on your life or health? Once you have decided what to accomplish first, then you need to figure out how to start. You don't have to figure out how to get to the goal. You just have to figure out what the first step is to move towards it. Is the goal reducing your risk by exercising 150 minutes per week? Well, then the first step is figuring out an exercise you can do and doing it for some number of minutes the first day. Then make a plan to increase the number of minutes and days slowly each week. Plan an alternative in case the weather is bad or the power is out or whatever other things could derail you. Overcome overwhelm by just taking the first step forward. For me right now, the overwhelm is I have gotten so far off plan. The first step for me is just to make a plan for today and then stick to it today. I don't have to drop all of the weight today or beat myself up for getting off track. I have to take the first step of making a plan of what I want to eat and drink today and just do it today. I don't have to worry about tomorrow yet. If you are overwhelmed with thoughts post-cancer, then you need to make a plan on how to address them. It is okay if you don't know exactly how. You just need to take the first step and then continue forward until you get where you want to be. If you are stuck in overwhelm of, I just want to feel better, an easy first step would be signing up for one of my webinars to learn what steps to take or making a consult appointment to discuss my Freedom from Cancer Fear program. On your own, it could be figuring out one thought that makes you feel like crap and brainstorm one alternative thought that is believable and feels better. The second thing keeping us stuck is the thought, I don't know. Anytime we have that thought, it shuts down our problem-solving ability. We think the thought, I don't know, and we feel confused and uncertain. We hesitate to make any decision for fear of it being the wrong decision. When we think, I don't know, our brains don't make guesses or explore theories. It just shuts us down and keeps us where we are. One of the ways to combat this is to ask yourself, but what if I were to give my best guess? Or what do I think the right answer is? Your brain may want to tell you that the guess might be wrong, but I want you to be really clear on something. If you make no decision, it is definitely the wrong decision if you want a different outcome, because no decision is no movement from where you currently are. For me, I keep thinking, I don't know why I'm eating food off my plan. So I asked, but why would I guess? My brain popped up a thought. I thought once I was vaccinated, things would be better, but there is still a pandemic and I still can't go to concerts, the theater, out dancing, and to so many things I want but I can eat food and that makes me feel happy for a bit. 
Well, for sure, that answer will lead to me eating off plan. So maybe the first step for me is to recommit to following my plan because I want to look good in a bathing suit when we can have people over again. If you are feeling empty and your brain says, I don't know what thought is causing this, ask it to take a guess. Maybe it comes up with, I am physically limited now. Well, that is a thought you can work on. My first question here would be, why? Why am I physically limited? And this will give you something tangible you can work on. Maybe the thought is, I have less joy now. Again, ask why. Why do I feel less joy? And then answer the question. That answer is what you need to work on to get past these feelings. The third thing that keeps us stuck is a thought, I don't feel like it today. For me, that thought leads to me not allowing my food urges and eating off plan. For my survivors and thrivers, that thought may lead to not exercising, not following their alcohol plan, or not doing their thought work. I want to point out that the thought, I don't want to today, means I don't want to reach my goals. Because I don't want to today is a mini quit. What that means is that we have a lot of little quits, and often it leads to big quits. For instance, with my weight loss work, if I think, I don't want to follow my plan today, and I eat things I hadn't planned, it slows down or stops my weight loss. If I do this enough, I will maybe even gain weight. Then, a month from now, I think, I've been following this plan for six weeks and not lost any weight. It doesn't work. Not true. It does work. I just didn't follow it. And now those small quits lead to a full quit. Let me put that another way. I don't want to today is the equivalent of I quit and I am no longer trying to meet my goals. When we put it that way, our brains are like, wait, that isn't true. I do want to meet my goals. And it lets us get to a place where we realize maybe we do want to follow our plan today. The place I think this is most important is actually with exercise for survivors. It is so easy to think, it's snowy, I don't want to work out today, and skip it. But if people understood that skipping days leads to a worse survival, and asked their brains, okay, does that mean I'm willing to accept a worse survival? Am I willing to give up the goal of maximizing my odds? Often their brains will say, of course that isn't what I want. Why would you even ask that? Well, then we need to point out, this is the day I said I would exercise. I looked at the schedule on Sunday and saw that this was the day it would be easiest to fit it in. If I skip it, I likely won't get to the number of minutes I'm shooting for this week. So skipping it is saying I'm willing to give up on that goal. I highly encourage you to have multiple plans for exercise. One at home, one outside, one you can do after dark. That way, you know, when you look outside and you say, oh, it's sleeting, I don't want to walk outside, you have the backup of, I can do the Pilates video on YouTube, or the power is out, so you can't do your Pilates video, but you know, oh, I can go to the mall and walk before it opens. Having a backup or two makes it easier to follow the plan in the moments when something comes up that makes your brain think it can't work out today. For me with food, it means having several plans. I'm going to eat this for lunch. Then I get up in the morning and I see that one of my teenage boys ate what I planned to take for lunch at some point in the night. This happens surprisingly more frequently than you would think. I have backup plans that include what I will pick up if my first plan doesn't work out, or I forget my lunch on the counter. 
you would be surprised how often that happens too. I want to give you another example of how much I don't feel like it poisons our brains. It gives us an out. You previously decided what you wanted to do, but now you have this little caveat. I will do this, but only if I want to. Let me give you a clue. You are never going to want to exercise or eat the food you planned or skip the wine tonight like you planned. In that case, as soon as you don't feel like it, you are giving control of the decisions to your primitive brain that is all about in-the-moment pleasure instead of the frontal cortex that can plan ahead and make good decisions for your long-term happiness. Imagine if we had a friend who one out of three times we were scheduled to meet them for lunch, texted us after we were in the restaurant, and said, oh, I'm not going to make it. I just didn't feel like it today. How long would it take before you didn't make lunch plans with her? We do the same thing to ourselves when we use the planning part of our brain, but then in the moment we think, I don't want to. Too much of that, and the prefrontal cortex says, why even bother to plan? We never follow it anyway. And there you are at the full quit, the I give up. Okay, my friends, so if we are not meeting our goals, whether it is losing weight, following an exercise plan, or working on feeling better after cancer, we have to ask why. If we are doing the same things and looking for a different result, we need to question that. If we aren't taking different actions, we need to look for where we are wallowing in overwhelm, thinking, I don't know, or thinking, I just don't want to today. If you are looking for more help, consider booking a mini session on my website, bestlifeaftercancer.com, to help brainstorm the steps to take to achieve the results you want. This is a free and easy first step towards a different outcome. I look forward to speaking with you soon. Have a great week. Thanks for listening to Best Life After Cancer. Did you know you can get more information on my website, bestlifeaftercancer.com? There is also a Facebook page, Best Life After Cancer MD, where there is a group just for survivors. Here you are able to interact with me, ask questions, and get more help. I'd love to see you there. Have a great week and I'll speak with you soon.